This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Sefarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. Okay, we're, we're in Pasha's Devarim, and the um, first piece of Yazar Ben that speaks about the Seder HaKsuvim in general, about um, what how the different Chomashim, what they are, and uh, how they tie in with each other. Let's um, get a, a job of Akdama. The, the, one of the underlying fundamentals of approach to Torah is that they, the different pieces are parts of an integrated whole. And the reason for postulating that is that first of all, it is in the nature of anyone who is a Bardas that his words come together as one unit. If someone says a speech, we can say he's either rambling or you can say the speech was all-encompassing. The difference between rambling and all-encompassing, besides the difference whether you're the listener or the speaker, is whether all the pieces click together and form one larger whole <coughs> or you just happen, different things pop in. So the Torah has five chumashim to it. Um, if these are just five bits and pieces that came about, then it's not the sign of, of das. If these are different aspects of one unit, it is one, um, it, it, then, then it's the sign of das. Besides that, deeper than that, the fact that Hashem is echad means that whatever comes from Kodesh Baruch should also have that quality. So we have five chumashim, deal with different things, um, but the, um, <coughs> the, the Rabbi Mechai is going to show that all of it comes together with one point, and um, we'll see that. Rabbi? Yes? Uh, I don't know if Rabbi Mechai is going to touch on this, but why did Hashem divide it up into five chumashim, especially one Indian? Well, let's give a, let's give a good example. Um, one of the, one, we have something else that is one and five to come together, one that's a hand with five fingers. Um, it's not Stavon Marshall, the Marshalls actually has deep roots to it. Um, it's interesting enough, you have a hand with five fingers, uh, if you hit the right spot inside the hand, the, the palm, they all instinctively come together, but the fact it, it is a far more, um, it, 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 it's a much more powerful tool in the fact that five different fingers coming from different angles can grip and, and uh, something, then it would be one piece. So I, um, it is much easier for us. It just goes sort of to the issue of any time a Kodesh broke up into pieces, it's for us. Um, if I can give you an example, a very, very <coughs> practical example. I, when I was working on the Maral on Gvoros Hashem, I had the first edition of Maral. The first edition of Maral was printed in, in the same way as far more printed in those days, which means almost no punctuation. So every chapter, every peric, <laughs> it starts in the first word and ends with the last word with no commas, no dots, no indentations, no breaks, nothing. Um, it's difficult. Um, it's, so you, when you break it into sentences and phrases and clauses, y you're able to grasp piece, 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 and then you get the whole idea. So breaking it into parts and pieces is easier for us 
um, and then, but we have to always see it as being part of a whole thing. It was very simple. To me, there's a kashbrach and so on. So braces. He says, um, so the, the Rabbi Mechai starts, because this is the last safe in the Chumash, I'd like to give you a sense of the structure of Chumashim. Why is it that um, this, they, were, they were structured in the following way? Um, I'd like just to point out something interesting. Rabbi Nebuchadnezzar says this at the very last Sefer. He, um, it, it, when we talk about this being able to figure out the structure and the bits and the pieces of everything, really, while, you, while you're progressing, you can't see it. I mean, Rabbi Nebuchadnezzar could have given it to us because he had, I assume, finished it the first time around, and then we wrote the Pirish, but um, <coughs> he was... Um, but 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 usually we discover the theme and the structure when we finish the whole thing. We now can say X Y Z. So this is now that we're holding at the end point. We should go back and get a sense how these pieces fit into certain seder. He says, and uh, even though we know that the, the sperm have are five for a certain specific for a certain reason, which he said he's alluded to in Bracious, Still, um, they all come together. They're all tied together into one binyan. So he says, um, why did he start Reishis? Because the Reishis So, Emuna develops um, as a root and things that come out of it. The first one is the the bria yesh me'ayin. Now, the bria yesh me'ayin is there um, is not just um, a belief in the dynamics or mechanics of the bria. In other words, well, Hashem created Himself. What a great feat, and that's that. The difference between that the the um, between understanding bria yesh and not. One of the ways it reflects itself is whether or not Hashgacha is seen as part and parcel of the Bria. <coughs> if the world was, um, if the world, if, if matter and things existed before Hashem, and Hashem's only role was kind of putting things together, so he may choose to be Mashkiach, may choose not to be Mashkiach, one is, it, 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 you can have one without the other. Kodesh might have chosen to put the pieces together in, in the way that we have it now, but he may not be Mashkiach. He, he, he could be Mashkiach if he wants. We're not saying he can't, but it doesn't indicate anything. If the world is a Kodesh Baruch in other words, when you say Yesh Me'ayin, means that the root of the world's existence is of a Kodesh Baruch Hu, then Hashkacha, in a very deep sense, is an automatic part of it. In other words, Kaviyochel, it's me. In other words, its very essence is me, its existence is me, and I need to keep giving it continued existence. That's Hashkacha. You can't have a walk away because because the thing would not be. So its very being is a continuous rutsam of Yes. Really, how exactly is really understanding the term Hashkacha here? Okay. Hashkacha here. In, in, in its most rudimentary explanation would be um, tied to. Um, it, it's, it's connected to. 
So, so um, the muscle, the Nefshachayim <coughs> gives this muscle very, very, very small. he says, does it, you know, it says that, that if I could what to leave go a minute, a second, the world will collapse. Well, y- you hope a good company is not a company that constantly services your computer and fulfills its warranty. It's the one you don't actually need it. So what, why is that a sign of a, some perfect creation? And he answers that when, you, when the carpenter's job is to put pieces together, so the pieces exist because they exist. The wood exists because wood exists. The carpenter brought them together, it definitely should not need the carpenter's continued attention. Whereas the, the very root of things existing is Akarish Baruch Hu, so that means it doesn't have its own validity really to exist, it's only the Ratzon HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So Hashkocha in its most rudimentary sense is the connection. Now, in other words, the, the question of Hashkocha is not, and its deep sense, it's not does HaKadosh Baruch Hu have the ability to observe us? Does HaKadosh Baruch Hu have the ability to affect us? But is that part of the Bria? I mean, the, you know, did HaKadosh Baruch Hu, um, is it an elective? Can HaKadosh Baruch Hu choose, yes, not? The way he understands it is Hashkocha is a, 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 a corollary of Bria. Hashkocha is the ongoing process of Bria. So the decision of whether yes to be or not to be, that's, that's Hashkocha. So, so in a very deep sense, Hashkocha is the Hemshech of that. Umitocha munas achidus says, Tisbaya Hashkocha. Umitocha Hashkocha is ba'enus eschar. Now, this one is also, the Akarish Baruch Hu's remaining connected to the world um, means it's serving a purpose. So, the, 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 and in a more specific way, the purpose is the taking all of them and so on, but the, the purpose is locked in, t- so we have HaKadosh Baruch as having brought in the world to being, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is being connected to the world, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu is directing the world towards a tachlis. Um, and he says, because these are really the fundamentals of the Torah. That's why Sefer Breshis deals with Chidush Olam. Um, he was given mitzvahs and averis, and uh, he was um, he um, suffered consequences and so on. So, in other words, Sefer Breshis describes the fundamentals of Emunah. HaKadosh Baruch Hu as creator, HaKadosh Baruch Hu as being connected to the world. This, this is, this is an, the entire separation is how HaKadosh Baruch Hu is con- remains connected to the world, and that 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 connection goes with the Tachlis of Schar and Ones. Now he says, um, the second one is, Shmois. So he says the second one is Shmos, which interesting enough he says is um, the, the it is the culmination of the emuna of Yichud of the Avos. Um, he doesn't explain how exactly. There are a few different ways to look at it. Let's say that um, <coughs> at the level of a tzibur, the emuna in 
Hashem Echot flowers in Shmois. In other words, whereas the others held, had a Muna and they and they were even Hashem and tried to get other people, but the the Yichud Emuna in, in, in one God, in Achdusa Yisparach and so on, is something which um, is it, it flowers and finds its place in um, in Shmois because a Matan Torah where you had that full Gilu, Chlal Yisrael who amachzik the Muna of us, Mitzrayim that denied Hakadosh Baruch Hu Shemechad Neoiv Delilim, being forced to recognize it, and the Mishkan we'll see later. So these are all the full flowering of the belief of Yichud. And that's why you have, he says, because it's really a hemshech of it. Now, he adds a line here. If you believe in Chidush, then you believe in Yichud. Um, I, I want to describe his point. Um, one of the things that's very, very fundamental to the Muna of Yichud is that believing in one God it's not a detail. You know, in the world of the divine, one, two, three, committee or whatever, is not, um, it, the differences is not just like a theological differences. You know, the, how many angels can dance on a pin's head, how many gods can you fit into the world? And we say one, and they say two, and they say three, and they say a bunch, and so on. The moon of Yichud is very, very fundamental to a lot of other things. We've pointed out over the years different things, but I, I want to focus on what he's pointing out. The Rambam, for instance, links Yichud to corporeality, or incorporeality, actually. That um, the, the belief, you know, how do we, believing Hashem is Echad is something that is a corollary of believing that Kachbar is incorporeal, and the Rambam in Mishnah Torah spells it out. He speaks about in the Chiddush Yeshmeayim. I want to describe the the logic behind it. Um, Yeshmeayim means that there is, you know, there is a a, um, a koach of a locus in the bria, and that's the only koach in the bria, and it uh, it brought everything else into existence. If you have two such entities, then where did they come from? Which one brought the other one into existence? And 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 there's an and, and there's another nakuda. There's a general sense that any time you have two, they are the result of a process. In other words, um, if I have two apples. That means there's a species called apples that comes before any particular apple, and each particular apple is an example of that apple. Um, if, if, if there will be two things, if there are at least two things in the world that exhibit the properties of gravity, gravity is something that precedes it, and these are examples. In other words, when something is unique, it means it is not a subdivision of anything else. Um, when they classify languages, so there'll be families and subfamilies and, and great families and so on. When you come to a language that's unique, it means it's not, it doesn't seem to us as the son of any, any other language, not the brother, not anything. 
So you have the concept of, of ech, achtos or yichudo contains in itself the, um, the understanding that it, it's not the product or result of anything else. Whereas if you would have more than that, then that automatically tells me that something preceded those two. Because if you have two of, of something, the, the concept, like the, the, like the Platonic idea of the form, precedes it. All circles are products of the concept circle. Um, but anything that's very peculiar and unique is not the product of anything. It, is, it starts with itself. This shape is the only shape that, let's say we have a shape that can't be duplicated ever. Um, whatever that, you know, whatever we'd have. Uh, that shape is a starting point. So there's a deep nekudah in the Rebbein of Echayet that Emunas HaChidosh brings other Emunas HaYichud because they come together. The next one is, Pashas HaYikri says, is Sefer Kopanis, Shem Ika Yichud. The general concept of Kopanis in the big picture is to bring everything back to God. In other words, when we talk about the carbonus we bring to Hashem, the offerings, and so on. So, it's like David HaMelech said, I, I took from you and gave to you. You know, everything is me'itcha, koil, and the I gave it back to you. Carbonus are not giving a Baruch Hu generously from my packet, it's acknowledging that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is um, the Shoresh of the Bria, and everything really is His. I, I saw a, a beautiful piece. There's, there's a wonderful Sefer, unfortunately also not known so well. There was a person named Rav Bar Shaul, Elamelech Aaron Bar Shaul. He was a Rav Rechovot, came from a long line of Chabad families in Yisrael. He was Rav Nechovot, and he had yeshiva there. Um, a little bit more, I guess, of a modern flavor, his writings. He, they've published, it's called Mitzvah V'Alev, and Marechas Alev, and Reach Mayim, and a bunch of um, different, uh, he writes on different topics. Extremely beautiful writer, very poetic, a little bit on the long side, but very poetic, very beautiful, with some very beautiful ideas. And in, in one of his first pieces, he speaks about the world of mitzvahs, and he shows how in different halachas you get a different perspective of what the mitzvah is. And he speaks about Aliyah Laregel, and it says that, it, 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 that, if, it, it, that if you go up to Regal, the Umas Olam will not take your land away. Even though everybody left home and left everything open, wide open, nobody's going to come and they won't take it. Pashtab Pshat is, it's a Tzav Tacha. The, um, another Pshat is, he says, it says, if you have no karka to leave over, you put it from the mitzvah. Why? So he explains that, the, and he builds it up very beautifully, that the, the root of the mitzvah alila regel is giving the keys back to the owner. It says it's called odin, pnei Hashem, pnei odin. The Akarish Baruch Hu is the odin, and it's like, it's, it, Aliyah the Regal is a recognition that we're returning the keys to the landlord. So if you don't have what to give back, it's lacking very centrally in the mitzvah. It's not an idle haftacha that, you know, you're going to do the mitzvah and, oh, 
everything is wide open, so they want to pack it. It's, it goes to the heart of the mitzvah, the understanding that it's not that Akash Prabhu is watching your stuff, it's actually at this stage his stuff. Um, so Karbanis is giving back to Akash Prabhu what's rightfully his, and even uh, there is shown him that sort of describe the, the act of, of Karbanis as, as if I were being sacrificed. It's giving back my soul to its rightful owner. The dam is the nefesh of the behemoth. We give, we 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 sprinkle the dam back to Mizbech. It goes back to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. So korbanos, and that's why korbanos is a big kpeidas. The Rabban says and speaks about <coughs> that the, the kavana for korbanos can only be Lashem, uh, 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 only to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Any, no kochos, no mazolos, no malachim, and so on. Uh, the malach told Manoach, "Don't you dare bring a carbon to me." Because Karbanis is the very act of being miyachet shmo. That's a vodah. Bamidbar, he says, is the safe about Eretz Yisrael, the road to Eretz Yisrael, the chluk of Eretz Yisrael, and so on. We just finished it. Shehi mekoyma Karbanis. In other words, Karbanis are in Eretz Yisrael because Eretz Yisrael is the land unique to bringing about um, the, to understanding Achdus Hashem. Uh, just like it says, for instance, Eretz Yisrael is not under any sar. It's not, it's not ruled by anyone, by, by any Malach and, and, and Sarim, it's, it's directly HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So, here also, the Mokom for Korbanis could only be, the Midbar was an exception, um, but it's so, so, by Midbar is setting up the place that will have Avedis HaYichud. Um, so, Korbanis not being, uh, being only so is not a, a small detail in in Karbanis. But rather there's one place that Shaykh and that is Eretz Yisrael. Then he says Dvarim is Sefa Gula Khraina Shitahus Biasolo. Fa Acha Sefa Midbar Sinai Nisyahla Sefa Shail Dvarim. Um the Ulafi says Shain Iko Yeshuvan Shay Sol Bajisrol Bishnah Mikdashum Shavu Kimbigula Khraina Shain Akra Golos. So he's saying this entire um, this entire world of Yichud um, that we spoke about that Karbonis are the ones that Karbonis is the avodah that represents it most strongly. And the Mokram is at Yisrael, in time, it didn't happen really. We were for Kufa, and that's all the Pais In time, it, happen, it will happen only Los Lovo. And therefore, uh, that's, the, that's really the time frame for what will happen. So, Vayikra, Vamidba, Dvarim are the Avoda, the place, and the time when you'll have Yichur Hashem. So the the um, the the, the um, so what he's saying uh, until now, Rabbi Chai is explaining that really all of Chomish deals with one Indian, which most fittingly is Achdusa Yisparach, Yichudi Yisparach. In other words, in the big big picture, the world is trillions of pieces, many senses besides very very physical but it's a lot of different dynamics and 
the matter of man, Avodah is the observation and, and the validation of each piece as being its own piece. And Avodah Hashem is the, re- the, the, the re-suturing, the re-putting together all the pieces in the one whole. There, Avkan, the, the general pattern. Now he adds another very fascinating point. In other words, and here, so he says like this. And Kimsha Kogas of Avose Yere, Kia Sefa Hamisha Ze Avopishum Yukhna Vishainim, Vakol Kesher Binacha, even though this last Sefer is tied with the other ones, Hinehu Inimif Natsmai. It is something that stands as an Inimif Natsmai. Um, he doesn't give the muscle fully, or he, gives, he does give a muscle, so his muscle is like the Esrug that even though you have to hold it together with everyone, it stands by itself. Now, um, our best example of number five is, we spoke about the fingers as being five. The thumb is part of the entire hand, but it stands in, op- it stands in opposition to it. So the thumb is kind of a lone man out, and yet it's part of the whole thing. And Esrig in the world of Mitzvah is an example. The Cheni says, He Shniyash of Hashem. The second He in Yudke Vavke. Shehimidas Hadin Rafa Hamyaseret Yisrael Sheva Averis V'lochein Nikra Seif HaChemish Zemishne Torah. I want to explain the remedy that he's giving here. And, uh, and, you know, and he says that's why this is all talking about uh, uh, because it's connected to Midas Adin Rafa, that's Miyasa Klaus, and so on. I, I will we'll, we'll try to, to explain it. He, he is referring, obviously, to Shtigl Inyan and Panim. In HaKadosh Baruch Hu's Haggis, in what we call spheres, there are a whole bunch. There are nine and one that's very different, or six and one that's very different. There are six basic anhagas that are Akadosh Baruch Hu's activities within this world. Akadosh Baruch Hu's Megal himself through Chesed and through Gvura and etc. 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 There's one hanhaga called Malchus, which is the last hanhaga, which is how Akadosh Baruch Hu reveals himself in the world through the actions of the people, of the other. Just like a king when you want to measure a king, how chashvi he is and how great he is, well, you can talk to the king and measure his IQ and look at him and see his strength, etc. You also, the, the, the final measures to see what the kingdom looks like. You know, how's, how, how does that reflect it? So on the one hand, it's the choice of the people. I mean, you know, they can choose to accept, not accept, to carry out fully, not carefully. And yet, it's me- if it's done well, it's meant to be the real reflection of the king's prowess and so on. The, the, Akadosh um, Baruch Hu's of Malchus is how Akadosh Baruch Hu is expressed through us. Maybe some of them will describe more detail, but that's, that, that Mida is Merumah's in the last hay 
of the same Hashem. In other words, Ein Hashem Sholem, Akitasom, it's Hashem Sholem. The last He is the one that is, it, it represents what we do to be Megalish Shem Hashem. Now, so just like on the one hand it is disconnected from the other, the muscle given in, in Sparim also is Zacha Nekeva. It's the Nekeva to the Zacha, whereas the Zacha finds his complete Metzies within the Nekeva, and the Nekeva starts as a separate entity. So you have the Metzies of Adam as being himself, himself through his family, through his wife, and yet, uh, it's, and, and, and there we get that, that last piece, which is Mashlim, the Mashpia, but can stand on its own. That's where Midas Hadin comes in. Midas Hadin is the gap. In other words, anytime you measure something, you have to measure something outside. If I have a ruler, I can't ask myself, is this ruler, I look at the ruler, the ruler is marked off six feet. So, ah, oh, the ruler has measured itself and it's six feet. No, that's, that's ludicrous. I mean, it, it's either right or wrong. If I have a piece of wood, and I don't have a yardstick to measure it by, I also don't have midasadin. Midasadin is when I have a yardstick and something to measure to the yardstick, and midasadin is the evaluation of one vis-a-vis the other. Taller, shorter, precise, etc. Akarishparuchu's midasadin lies in that, in that comparison how well has the last hay mimicked the first hay? Um, how well is it like the, 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 the first hay? That's sort of the, the Indian of, the, of, of that song. So I it went a little bit off track, a little bit um, beyond where we normally go, but I just felt it important to explain. So he's explaining that the Vurim, and if this is a big sort of understanding, we're not going to do the next piece this year, maybe next year, Mr. Sim. Um, w- w- the Mishnah Torah says is Mipi Moshe. What does it mean to Mipi Moshe? It's big machlok. We've shown him the skarav, and it's a, it's a topic in its own right. But but to understand it fully, to understand the point of it, it's Torah through Moshe. So so the Varim is part of Torah, but it's the part of Torah when when Moshe Rabbeinu Beshlemus gives over Dvar Hashem, then it becomes equal to the other Chumashim. Halachically, Dvarim has all the dinam of the other Chumash, same Ketush and everything, because it was a faithful rendition. But the Makom for possibility for this junction lies over here. So Dvarim is a new safer in a certain sense. Um, it's Shlemus is because Moshe did properly copy the, what Akash Baruch wanted, but it's, so it's like the thumb. When the hand is spread out, the thumb stands by itself. When it comes together, the thumb is part of, the, of, of that oneness. Same thing with the little of The little ties the Adas and the rubbers together. They're tied together. The Esther is not tied together. It's a separate entity, but we bring them together for a Shlemus. If you, if you ever look at the Ratzin on the, on the little of Esther, it says, um, that's sort of the, the, the point of it. Okay, we'll hold it here. It's uh, it was quite a deep, a river high.